that's what God wants from us. God wants us to put everything before him. Nothing before him. He wants us to chase him. He wants us to pant after him like the deer panteth by the water brook. He wants us to seek him while he can be found and call on his name while he's near. He wants us to know that we're more than conquerors. And regardless of what the world does, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. All we got to do is sing, feel the room. God, we love you. Speak, God. Uh, we sort of got arrested today, but don't worry. We're going to take that off the sermon. I feel so good. Let the redeemed of the Lord say hallelujah with me. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Feel the room. I know that shocked some of y'all. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. All right. All right. We're going to get into some good trouble today. We're going to some, gonna get into some good trouble because y'all know next week is Martin Luther King. Oh, yeah. You know, it, God has a sense of humor, doesn't he? Look at the timing of everything. I'm not going to talk about either side. I'm going to just talk about the truth. Amen? Amen. Just the truth. And come on, Bible readers, what will the truth do? All right. Y'all are with me. Okay, uh, John, we in good time. I'm going to take it off. And Man, I needed a good worship today. When you chase something for so long and I actually see it in this room today, black and white and Jed and Deshaun and we fill in the room. This, this is what heaven going to be like. And so you might as well get used to it. All right, here we go. Let me jump. Let me jump off here. Um, take it off the sermon. I got it. Um, what shapes... thinking, our principles, our promise, our perception. I want to say today it's our cycle of socialization. To be a bondage breaker, we have to break some generational stuff that has been going on for a while. And we all get a pass because we all can harp on and call it a luxury of ignorance. Ah, the devil, uh, he wants to divide us. God wants to unite us. I'm gonna say that this cycle of socialization comes from our family comes from our culture and comes from our institutions, school, church, Supreme Court, ins institutions that, that, that shapes how we are socialized. It, it helps us process our information. It, it helps us understand circumstances and, and situations. It's, it's, it's how we think, you, you know, it's, it's how you think. Uh, let's see how we think. Let's see how we think. Let's see how we think. Let's see, there we go. Watch how we think. Proverbs 23, seven. So if a man or woman think what you think, that's what you think. 
That's who you are. Let's say those are your principles, what you live your life by. Then Matthew 5, 17, it says, think not that I came to destroy the law, but I came to fulfill the law. Uh, that's Jesus talking. That's purpose. Your purpose is wrapped up in your principles and your principles is wrapped up in your purpose. Romans 12 and 3. Do not think more highly of yourselves than you ought to, but think according to the measure of faith that God has given you. We're going to call that your perception. What's your principles? What's your purpose? What's What's your perception? I think that is all wrapped up into our cycle of socialization. And the thing I want to pick out today is the family, not your family. Uh-uh, I'm not. Not my family. No, no, no. Let's talk about Jesus' family. Is that okay? Let's talk about Jesus' family line. Let's go through and see who was in Jesus' family line and what did Jesus have to do to break that generational bondage that was in his family line. If I got a Bible reader, it says that Jesus had to go down, what, 42 generations. Call, oh, I'm preaching better than some of y'all looking. Call that generational bondage. So come on, so, so let's, let's run through Jesus' family line if I can for a minute. Let's do Tamar. Come on, Bible readers, Genesis 38. You know, Tamar uh, was acting like a prostitute because she wanted to sleep with her father-in-law, Judah. So that's Jesus' family line. Oh, uh, y'all miss Tamar. What about Lot? Lot was a father and grandfather to the same child. Oh, uh, y'all miss that. Called that incest. Uh, I'm talking about Jesus' family line. Now, what about Amnon? Amnon went and raped Tamar. That's, that's a racist, a rapist. That was a Freudian slip there. Did you? Did, 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 <laughs> I said I was going to stay in the middle, my sister. Forgive that Freudian slip. But watch my cycle of socialization. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm from the hood and misunderstood. I'm from Detroit, Michigan, 95% black. But I have to bring my cycle of socialization to Des Moines, Iowa, which is 95% white. Oh, y'all missed it. So don't you think my cycle of socialization dictates how I feel about you and you and you? It's how I was raised. It was my messaging. Cycle of socialization. Jesus' family line. Let's do Moses. I like Moses. You know, Moses killed somebody and then hit him. He killed, oh, I was Bible readers over here. Moses killed somebody and he hid them, my man. And he hid the Egyptian. What are you? What are you hiding? What do you have buried? <sighs> that you don't want nobody to see. That you don't want nobody to know. I can go it all day. Let's just pick one more. Jacob, 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 liar, trickster, stole his brother's birthright. He's just a manipulator. Don't raise your hand. Slick. 
Oh, don't raise your hand. So let's just do a little recap on Jesus' family line, can we? We got Tamar acting like a prostitute. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Rahab was a prostitute. Ah, incest, rapist, murderer, liar, trickster. Ain't you glad your family not that bad? We become a victim, but we're not a victim of our socialization. We are victorious. Oh, y'all, oh, don't worry. We are victorious in Christ. Don't, see, see, here's where it switched. I don't care what uh, 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 politics, I don't care where you work, I don't care where you, no, no, no. Once you say, you are a twice-born, blood-bought believer, saved, sanctified, Holy Spirit-filled, fire-baptized, running for your life, not tired. Let you belong to Christ because he's the one who has given us the victory. Ah, let me peruse the pericope of the text. First uh, Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God, you have the victory. In Jesus Christ. Oh, write them down. Come to page two. I love the word of God. First John 5, 4. But every child of God defeats the evil of this world. And we achieve this victory through our faith. Faith of a grain of a mustard seed will move a mountain. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Ephesians 5, 2. Walk in love because he is love. Romans 6 and 4. Walk in the newness of life. I'm going to walk with Jesus. I'm going to talk with Jesus because he's given me the victory. I am no longer a victim. I am. We are. Oh, come on. Come on. Let's let God know you victorious today. Come on. Praise him in the sanctuary. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him for Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm victorious. I'm not a victim. And won't nobody let me know that I am a victim. Nobody can say that. You are who God says you are, Miss Susie. You're chosen. You're royal. You are the head and not the tail. You're fearfully, wonderfully, marvelously made. Heir of God. Joint heir of Christ. The hell. Oh. Jesus, do you know how many times in my life people tried to tell me I was a victim? You can't go to college. You can't work in corporate America. You can't be a manager in corporate America. Do you know how many times people tried to tell me that? Do you know how many times I heard the white man going to hold you down? Nobody can hold you down because if God is for you. Hope Elam, Hope Elam, this is why we're here. This is why we got birthed as a church. 
This is what we stand for. We stand for truth. Watch it. Come on, Martin Luther King. Went to the same seminary. He stood right where I'm standing. Martin Luther King got this from my lovely wife. Even though we all came on over here on different ships, we all in the same boat. There's Junior Greek. Okay. We're victorious. Let's go to some things. Hope Elam, I am John. John, I love you, man. I'm glad I can say, John, I'm sure I'll be asleep. It was many nights I sat in my living room on the fire because of my socialization. But now, because of this word, this bondage breaker, we're going to break through today. Some of you have been holding some generational stuff. I don't care if your mama that way. I don't care if your daddy that way. I don't care if Uncle Luke and Aunt Susie that way. You can break the bondage. You can say that what, that's what I was taught, but that's not who I who want to break the bondage today we're going to be a bondage breaker today hope elam we are a bondage breaker black people gonna say that's a white church white people gonna say why you got black people coming there the brown people gonna say are we welcome can i tell you we are all equal in the eye side of god don't let your friends tell you don't let them make you a victim. Don't let them make you a victim. Don't go over there. The music ain't right. Da, da, da. No. You come here to experience and encounter God. That's why you come to church. To make sure you secure your everlasting life. Hope Elam, we, we making history. We're doing something that the world say can't be done. And I would be lying to you if I say I'm not struggling with it. John would be lying to you if he says he's not struggling with it. To break your cycle of socialization, it's gonna be some pressure. And when you have pressure, you look for relief. <sighs> Let me. At least y'all think I've been saved all my life. You know, sometimes when pressure comes on you, the vicissitudes of life, you want to sedate yourself. Sometimes when you lose your job and love walk out that door and People smile in your face and stab you in the back. You want to get numb. Oh, y'all ain't with me. I'm just talking about me now. You want to do anything to get rid of that pressure. Since Jeremiah said that, come on, Jeremiah, I think you don't even mail no more. He's just Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, you know. Well, for those of you who still mail... You know, no, here's the one. Sorry, this is for you, Amari Hurst, cash app. You get too much money outright. Let long tell me, pop, put it on the, I'm not getting cash app, no. 
And if any of you got a daughter, don't get cash app either. Pressure. Four times, like this, this, just watch David. I, yeah, I cut it. We, we cut. Tell my servant David, watch David. This is what the Lord has declared. You are not the one. Rejection. Rejection. Because of his rejection. Oh, stay with me. He's looking for relief. All right. Let me just do just a little Bible just for me, just to make me, you know, better. And we'll, we're going to get out in plenty of time. Watch this. David. 1 Samuel 16, 13. Anointed, come on, anointed. Because this only thing that's going to beat down the world, the word of God. Heaven and earth may pass away, but the word of God. We going to be born and we going to die, but the word of God. Okay, okay, all right. 1 Samuel 16, 13, David anointed in the midst of his brethren. You know, but nobody wanted David to be king. You know, they wanted, you know, uh, Abinadad, you know, you know, sixfold with his hair dyed, fried, and laid to the side. He got to be, you know, that fine brother you see in the club. Don't shake your head. You know, you in church. You know, when you see that fine brother in the club and you know you want to be all girly, girly, but you say, hmm, I sure wish he'd say hi to me. You know, that's Abinadad. But David was the one. All out in the field with the manure, with the sheep. But he was the one that was anointed king. So look at the pressure on David. You anointed to be king, go build the temple. Then Saul tried to kill him. Then David in the pressure, 1 Samuel 22. He runs in the cave with discontented, distressed, and, and people in debt. Look at the pressure that's writing on David. And he's looking for relief because he found out. He couldn't build the temple, but he was king. And he thought he was supposed to unite Israel and Judah. Pressure. So what did he redo to relieve that pressure? He ran into a fine cutie named Bathsheba. Must be, the fleshly people must be on this side because they acted horrified over there. <laughs> what? They acting like, you know, we don't get fleshly. And they were like, oh, my God, he's king. He went for relief. And because we have time, you know what happened. They had a baby. That baby died. And when that baby died, he went back because of his cycle of socialization. Now, wait a minute. This is the same David who was the apple of God's eye. This is the same David who was a man after God's own heart. This is the same David who said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. This is the same David that says, he's your present help in times of trouble. This is the same David who said, he is your light and your salvation. Whom shall you be afraid? Whom shall you? This is the same David. Pressure to be king. Pressure to be successful. Pressure to get married. Pressure to do what your parents want you to do. Pressure to do what your friends want you to do. Pressure all around you and you're looking for... The pain David was in turned into restoration. <sighs> Look at David. Psalm 51 and 10. Create in me a clean heart because of my cycle of socialization. For me to break this bondage, God created me in a clean heart. 
God, search me, oh God. I'm a Christian now. And God, if you find anything unlike you, God, I want you to get rid of it. Let me clap it out. Let me shout it out. Let me stomp it out. Let me yell it out. God created me a clean heart and renew and sustain the right spirit within me. Cast me not away. God, come close. I am a friend of you, God. I want your glory and your presence to fill this place. But here it is, and I'm going to say this quick and go to the next one. But are you willing to obey him? Not the world, not your friends. David in pain. Go back to pain and restoration. Ah, pain, restoration. Then he says, restore. So that's what I'm going to say right now. That's why I'm just, I just needed to see God today. I'm, I don't care how I look. I don't care what y'all think about me. I just, I just chase God all the time. That's all I do. Because when I was broken in two, y'all wasn't there. Were you there when they crucified? When I was broken, wasn't none of y'all there. Wasn't nobody there with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Then he picked me up and he turned me around. And he was a potter and I was a clay. And he restored unto me. And John, this is just for you because we are preaching Jeremiah. Uh, John 15 and 11, he says, I want to give you joy and that your joy may be full. May your joy be complete. Seven, the Greek word, teleos, mature. God wants your joy to be mature. He don't want you to be a victim. He wants your, uh, for you to be victorious. And he wants you to know that you can be that. You want restoration, Hope Elam? Here's our, here's our verse, Hope Elam. I wrote something, totally Deshaun and them hijacked my sermon, so I'm just going with what I know. Fill the room. Fill the room. That's all I want. Fill the room. Forget a sermon. Fill the room. Because if he fills the room, whatever you need, he going to handle. Amen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fill the room with your glory. Jesus. Here it is. If, Hope Elam, if you are called by my name, who saved in here? Who saved? Who saved? Who saved? Who saved? And if you're not saved, see me afterwards. I'll help you out. Then if my people who are called by my name, humble, uh-oh, mm, them pray. Prayer warriors, shake that tambourine for me, prayer warrior. Let them know, prayer warrior in the house. And seek, fill the room, fill the room. Seek my faith. Huh. Come on, turn. Hope Elam, the Des Moines community is dependent on us to turn this around. You do know that, don't you? Okay, 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 okay. Wicked ways, I will heal from heaven, forgive their sins, and... This can only be done by the rock. All right. Stop right here. Stop right here. Because Hope Elam, if we can't talk about this in church, if we can't talk about this as a church family, then it's no need of us going out in community. Come on, charity begins and spreads. I'm loving John more each and every day. I got real mad at John one time. I did. My sister, 
I told you I'm from the hood and misunderstood. And he said something that he did not know because of the luxury of ignorance. He did not know what he said. And Fred, I'm from the hood. I said, punch him in his eye. Y'all ain't got it, yeah. And I looked at him. See, this is my flesh. See, see, people can't handle the truth. See, y'all think I'm supposed to be, oh, praise the Lord. Everything's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Sin is not okay. And I seen it in his eyes. And it changed. And he said something at leadership meeting yesterday. And I called Cheryl and I was about to cry. John said a year ago, if what had happened, I would have felt completely different than I feel right now. And I feel that way, Michael, because of our friendship. Come on, John. Mm-hmm. Bondage breaker. Bondage breaker. I feel like we're tag teaming oh, a wrestling oh, match. Oh man, here come something. on, John. Get that man a towel. Jeez. Yeah. I'm here to fight, y'all. <laughs> we are not coming to you today on this week that it's been in our nation as two pastors that have this figured out. No. We are under construction, and in process. Yes. And we're not here to point you in a direction other than Jesus Christ. That's it. Who is the bondage breaker. Yes. We, we have a nation and a world that's full of death and destruction and darkness. And there's only one bondage breaker, and his name is Jesus. Yes. Here's the thing. I um, just wanted to say this. Politics matter. They matter a lot, institution, yes. but they're not the most important battle. No. The battle that matters is between the uniter who is Jesus Christ and the divider who is our enemy, who is yes. the devil. Yes. It's not between left and right. There are important conversations that need to be had on this level. This is the battle that matters, that matters for eternity, that matters for your soul, that defines every other battle. The enemy wants us to move farther away from each other. The uniter, Jesus wants us to, to, to come together and be united under his name. Not because we're all the same, come on, but because the Jesus that unites us is bigger and stronger than the politics or the issues or the color of our skin that could divide us. Amen? Amen. So I know sometimes when people hear that, they think, okay, here you guys are up here and Pastor Hurst is preaching about this. This is all just kind of kumbaya. No. I've heard some people, I'm not ready for the, we're not, we don't want the kumbaya sort of thing, okay? This isn't about a kumbaya kind of love. We're called to love our enemies in a Christian yes. way. We love our enemies in person and online. Yes. It still applies yes. uh, online as well. Love them, not agree with them. Love them, not stay silent on issues that matter, but love them. The people that look different than us, the people that might worship in a different way than us. I, I, I looked around. I saw some people this morning. What happened to my church? Right. Well, Jesus is here. Yep. Okay? Yep. And there are dozens of ways to worship him in Scripture. People that look different than me, that worship different. Here's the thing we've talked about. 
when things get hard like they did like this last week, we can quit. Yes. We can say, oh, this is just too hard. That there's no book on what you're seeing this morning. You can't Google this. We could just quit when it gets hard, or we could offer a radically different type of community, a radically different picture of what it means to be the church and what it means to follow Jesus that maybe you see on cable news. We can offer a radically different picture of that. And just as, just as your pastors, because we love you and we care about you, maybe just one day this week, our challenge to you, get off your phone and go serve somebody. Wow. Okay, just one day, get off your computer and go find somebody that's not like you and seek to understand them, somebody that's different than you. And we're saying that because we care about your soul. We care about your heart. Yes. Read God's word twice as often as you read that next article. Jesus. And we're not here to point fingers at this side or that side. There has been some terrible things done in the name of all sides, the whole bird, left, right, everywhere in between. I'm here to point the finger at myself this morning. We're all sinners in need of a Savior, and we all have bondages that need to be broken. We all have blind spots. And that's not an excuse for things that have happened in our nation. This is admitting whoever your they is, whoever that group that you love to, whoever the they is. This is saying, I need a savior just as much as they do. The finger comes back at myself. The truth is, uh, Pastor Hurst, I've got some chains that need to be broken. I've got some bondages that need to be broken. I often think that we think that those bondages are big, horrific things that we commit. Sin is sin. Yes. Yes. And as Pastor Hurst said, sometimes these bondages are the stories that we've been told, the narratives that we have been told, the beliefs that have been handed to us by family or friends or the news. These are the things that we cover in Be the Bridge. Starts this week. And so to be honest, the, the bondage that I feel like God has been slowly breaking because I'm stubborn and arrogant. That bondage is ignorance. Particularly when it comes to issues of race or injustice. It has nothing to do with anything that my family did wrong. I had the best parents in the world. Amen. Could not have asked for anything better. Amen. It has never been about malice. And those of you that are white, maybe you can identify with me. It's not about malice. Most of the time it's just about ignorance. Ignorance, absolutely. This past year has been the most convicting year of my life. And here's when it, <laughs> ah, here here's it when it started to shift. Here is when I started to talk to Michael, I started to talk to many of you, and my, my posture shifted for let, instead of let me convince you, let me prove you wrong, my posture shifted to this question. Help me understand. That, that's what did it. Help yes, me sir. understand, okay? If I had a nickel for every time that I've asked this man, help me understand, I'd be rich. Uh, Okay? That works. And this is in conversations with Pastor Hurst, with many of you that are different than me, with members of this church that are on completely opposite ends of the political spectrum. I guarantee you. Yes. 
that worship different, that look different, that yes. have different ideas about what this church should be like. We've had all the conversations. We've talked with you. And I have been so convicted. And my heart breaks that I didn't understand and I, I didn't understand your pain and I didn't understand your fears sooner. And we don't always agree. No. But this is what I discovered. The more focused that I am on letting God change me, the less, it, the less time I have to hate. Yes. The more time I spend on inviting God and the Holy Spirit to change me, the less time I have to judge and to criticize. And slowly I can feel that bondage start to break because here's the thing, and I'm just tacking on to what Pastor Hurst said. We are products of our past, but we do not have to be prisoners to our past. And there is a yeah. big difference, okay? There is a big difference. Big difference. And here's where it gets personal yes. for me. And Pastor Hurst knows this. We don't have just hundreds of people. I don't have just hundreds of people watching what's going on here and saying, how is this church all going to go down? Mm -mm. You guys actually going to get along? All that. And they're watching this journey that we're on together. Way more important is that at the next service, kind of up in the cheap seats up there, there's going to be a little boy and a little girl. Jesus. That are my kids that are watching this. Yes. Yes, they are. And they're watching us. Yes. And I have a choice to make, as David had a choice to make, as all those stories. I have a choice to make. Do I want them to look back 10, 20, 30 years from now and say, wow, daddy was the pastor of this big, huge church with all these people, and he was always right. And he always seemed to know it all. Or are they going to look back 20, 30 years from now and say, wow, daddy chose to love when he could have chose to hate. Um, our, I, I want my kids to say, wow, our, our, our family became friends with all these people that don't look like us and, and, and that the world would say you can't be church with all those people together. And 2020 was the year that we decided as a family that we are not going to settle for ignorance any longer. We're not going to settle. Instead, we, we listen and we learn to love like Jesus. It's what Mandela says. If you can be taught to hate, then you can learn to love. Wow. And so here's the bondage. Here's the bondage breaker. That's my responsibility. That's our responsibility as their parents to teach them that so that when they walk in the, like yesterday, the other Jesus. day. I didn't, I didn't tell them to do this. I have never told them to do this. We're picking up my daughter, Evie, from school, and we're getting ready to leave, and we were just going to wave to Pastor Hurst and say goodbye, and she leaves me. I'm kind of bitter about this, but she, <laughs> she leaves me and runs down that entire hallway in the lobby to give Michael a hug. And... <laughs> Jesus is the bondage breaker. And that's why when we make statements online or posts on social media, if I'm making it, I'm saying, as for the Annenson house and the Hope Elam house, because it starts with us. It starts with me and it starts with you and your family and your relationships and the people that are closest to you. If we can't do that between the two of us, what are we doing? 
If you can't do that under your own roof, what are we doing? Less social media posts, more discipling your kids, okay? Less blog articles, more reading God's word. It starts at home. This is who we are. A divided nation is desperate for a united church, and that's why what we're doing here matters. This is why what we're doing here matters. We're We're not playing church. There are people that are lining up because they don't have enough food to eat. There are people that don't have adequate shelter. There are people, people coming by the droves to our support groups because they're battling with addiction. And we're worried about the color of our skin. There's people that are hurting. There's people that are dying. There's people that are lonely and disconnected. And we live in a time right now, unfortunately, that the name of Jesus has been drugged into things it should never be attached to. And people are very, very confused People are very, very confused about who Jesus is, and they're very, very confused about what the church is. And we have a a prime opportunity right now to show them that Jesus is not a political pawn. He's the King of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. Amen? And his church can be a place where the walls come down and all are welcome and people's lives are changed forever by Jesus Christ. We've got a mission. We've got a mission. Let's leave the past behind and let's move forward into the future. We've got a mission and it's time to join it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's stand together if you're able. We're going to bring the worship team back up because their only way to close this is by getting our eyes off of ourselves and each other and the world and putting them on the bondage breaker. Amen? Amen. So we're going to invite the worship team back up and however God leads you to worship, there's freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Let's worship Him together.